But I was thinking about stepping the game up. Gotta. You need like a lint brush. Yeah, Maybe start with a lint brush. I didn't wash this shirt, so. That would be the first step. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 30 of The Real Word. You know, my daughter does that all the time. She goes, wow. <laughs> she just learned how to do that. I don't blame her. There's some things that are just worth a little wow. We hit 30. This main topic is going to wow you. I feel like it's, yeah. Nicole, you get so like. I love it. It's I like you it. can't talk about the same thing more than once. No, go ahead. I love talking about the same things over and over again. We're going to, this is new news right this is like a new wrinkle to the story a new wrinkle a new wrinkle it's a new racket to the open door raises 325 million in the series e round the i bauer i buyer announces plans to reach 50 markets 550 that's by potentially one per state it could be it could be it won't be but no it won't because be. i guarantee you they want nothing to do with the connecticut market Oh, you like just pushing them out of here? No, <laughs> open door. You don't need to come to CT. Dude, 325 million is a lot of dough. Yeah, Why do you people think? are believing in it. People are clearly believing in it. They're seeing value. They're thinking it's going somewhere. They've obviously been listening to Byron Lazine's podcast every week pushing this. I'm not pushing open door, by the way. No, you're not. But I think that you're, you're obviously opening up people's eyes. I'm 100% ready for the future of like what's coming i can't wait for the future right now they're in 10 markets atlanta charlotte dallas vegas orlando nashville phoenix uh north carolina i think we should san go. antonio and tampa i think we should go there i think we should go in there hop in those which ones. one do you want to go to i don't know let's i don't know someplace where it's just like maybe it's like atlanta tampa mm, vegas i've never been to vegas dallas, we've done phoenix orlando already you do orlando well mm, I'll be in Orlando later this year, so I will. I'll you pop will? in on an what open are you doing? door. What are you doing in Orlando? Like Disney World? We're gonna do you a Disney love day. Fun. You love fun. You're doing Disney. And since Disney's not fun, it's right up my alley. Wow. Um. So uh, let's do it. I I would love to. I'd love to just be again. I think we've talked about this before because our market is so different from these city markets. I'd love to just like hop down there and hang out for a couple of days and see what Open Door is really doing and like how it works. Maybe you and I can go like on a little Open Door. Oh, we you can know, do like an Instagram story Open Door tour. Absolutely. That would be freaking kick ass, dude. I would one hundred percent. See how easy it is. What doing. I'd actually love to see um, what kind of condition they're in. Like like. Who's like, because I mean, homes get dirty as people are like coming in and out. Like, who's, I just would, love I would to like see to see if they're staying clean, if they're in a good condition to start. Obviously, yeah. they're listing a lot of homes. What caught me in Do we know in how many homes they have funding. currently listed? Was that in the article? Yeah, I have a phone call coming in, but, well, just but I'll tell you in him. a second. He can wait. Yeah, he I'll can, decline. He'll, he'll write a song about it or something. <laughs> Look at this. Another call. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but what caught me on this is that they're now going to get into title mm -hmm. and to lending services. Well, they so have to get into title because there's so many states that do t like uh, in Connecticut. We don't do title searches. We have attorneys for all of that. But like in Florida, like they're in Orlando, like they have to be doing title. They're purchasing two point five billion in homes each year, up two hundred and twenty five percent year over year. The company also said that twenty thousand buyers and sellers have transacted with Open Door 
Uh, I do not know. And mortgage, how many in all honesty, is where all the money is. Right. That's where all the money is. Like any real estate company that then starts a mortgage company, their mortgage company is 100% supporting the real estate end. And these guys own the home, so they're right. Their return on that side is going to be a little oh, bit absolutely. better than your typical. And brokerage. then they can just reinvest it back into purchasing. I mean, it's the right move. I mean, again, anybody that's in real estate. I mean, you, it's that's where your money's at. They've now raised $645 million and $1.5 in debt financing, the valuation north of $2 billion. billion. Wow. So that puts them basically at the same valuation or very close to Rheology, right? Which Rheology's not buying anything. You see Berkshire Hathaway buying up a bunch of people this year. Uh, th this is right about the same value as Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, I do they even have, I mean, like, I wonder how much they've even done in sales. Like, holy, you know? Like, cause Regardless. their value, obviously, is just based on what their I'm investors gonna, are investing. But I'm like, going to keep they, saying it till I'm blue in the I face, kinda though. I want to like, know where, like, that money's going. Like, what's their marketing plan? Like, I kind of want to Where the wanna, money's going? It's going into the houses. So, I'm going to keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. Blue. Oh, look. It'll match your blue yeah. Saratoga. Don't show the label. Uh, no? <laughs> no. Why? Because I, I don't know if we can get in trouble for that. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll throw you some uh, more. I'm going to keep saying something blue in the face. You've got to pay attention to this. This is going to change how you as an agent out there have to show your homes. If I'm a buyer and I can see property from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. through open door, I don't want to see your listings anymore because I don't want to schedule with somebody like Nicole or somebody like Byron. I just hmm. don't want to do it if I'm a buyer. It's annoying. It's got a lot of friction. And it's, do you get to just walk in? Like just, you get to just walk. You don't walk. even have to put in a request. Yeah, you, get you, to just... wa you have to put in the request. Yeah. Um, and then you can walk in. You can be outside the house and finish the request. The house is open from 6 to 9. Yeah. And you just get in. No talking to Nicole and her schedule and worried about like, oh, I have a showing and I have an inspection. Go yourself, Mrs. Agent. I'm walking right into this deal. I don't need you. And that's what people need to pay yeah, attention but, to. But you know what? That house blows because Miss Nicole White wasn't there to like wow Dude, them. That really <laughs> doesn't get any <laughs> it doesn't get the deal done. I was it does just, in your case. I was just but, joking. Of course. Um that's fun though. I would totally do that. So let's pick Charlotte. Maybe we do Charlotte. Charlotte? Yeah, we were picking a. We were picking a. No, we love Charlotte. Smile. I love we Charlotte. Have, we love yeah. Charlotte. So let's, thrilled to go there. So let's go to Dallas then. I liked Dallas. Yeah, Dallas would be good. Dallas, because I really actually want to go over down to. Um, I'd love to check out Austin, and then maybe I can drag mm. you over, and we can go visit like yeah. Chip and Joanna. Hmm. Okay, let's get into the rackets because okay. that was just a racket. What you just said right there. <laughs> so that's a good segue. All right, racket number one. Agent fined nearly $3,000 for excessive open house signage. Is this a racket or what? I love it. I think it's awesome. You think I it's mean, not a racket? I think Tell it me is why. a racket. I don't know. Well, we were sort of arguing about it before because Byron loves um, newspaper ad, but he's... <laughs> yeah. I think it's equivalent to that. I really do. I think that putting out signs is a kind of equivalent to that. I think, I think with 18 signs, so... Again, I do see both sides of it because obviously my job is to, right, our job is always to get as many bodies into our um, seller's homes as possible. Agents, buyers, lenders, whom neighbors, like I love neighbors. So I do get the idea of it that um, the signs could potentially bring in more people. But I guess in this situation, I don't know that it's like, is it is it like a waste? Are we like, 
Are you paying attention? Yeah, I'm, I'm paying full there? attention. Okay. More open house signs only increases the chances as you, the agent, of putting your brand out there in front of your but local to get geographic town. Three grand for putting out signs. Well, Woo! granted, if the, if, he, if this Dude, that individual open house was not worth it. And we're gonna link up the article. Where was that from? That Realtor. was from Realtor.com. Yeah. You know. If that agent knew that, okay, if I put out this many signs, and he only put out, or she only put out 18, 18 open house signs. $250 which, per sign. So basically the rule was you can't do open house signs in this town? I don't know the answer to that question, but the, it does it does break down what they were charging per sign. I don't know how many signs. I guess if we did the math, it really wouldn't be 18 because that would bring well, they, you They more. dropped the total fine to $500 after you push back. But um, two fifty. I mean, so he probably can only have ten because you figure it's about three grand. So he was probably able to have nine because it sounds like he's maybe being charged for maybe twelve. If I do the math really quickly in my head, he never had a warning, so that's why the town and this was in Huntington Beach. Right. You know, so Huntington Beach, similar to that article we found for here locally in Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut town bans for sale for signs. For sale signs. Now we're getting homes. rid of the for sale signs. But Huntington Beach and New Canaan, Connecticut, mm -hmm. are very similar in their bougie ways. Bougie. That you we know. We love you, just, New Canaan. Of course we do. I love my love bougie you. peeps. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Like I have a buyer from New Canaan right now. Of course, one hundred percent. Shoreline Town. But the deal is these, you know, these types of towns yep. don't want to see for sale signs. They don't want to see open house signs. It's like if you go to a private community. You know, many of which that we know, some of them don't allow for sale signs. So, so and, and in some of these instances, I kind of agree. Um, I think that there's many times, too, where especially if you're in like a, a neighborhood where it's like turning over. I guess the big concern, too, is, is you drive down this road and you see like five, right? Like you pass five for sale signs on the yeah. road and being a listing agent of one of those five, too. I mean buyers are probably like hey like realtor like why are there five homes for sale on this road is there something going on on this road that we're not aware of and, you and know, that's what, that's what it talks about here right it says there's people fleeing high tax areas like connecticut um and they're going to different parts of the country it's so actually an interesting idea get rid of the for sale signs so people don't right. realize like who's selling because when you're on zillow it's very tough at times to figure out exactly how many people are for sale in comparison to hmm. um you know the rest of the inventory or, or competing right. towns right but when you're literally physically on the street and there's five i mean i'm thinking of i'm thinking of hammock road right now in clinton right it, it's a local street in our market it's a dead end street that goes down to the water. There are literally six or seven for sale signs every single year since Sandy right. on this road. There are six or seven for sale signs right now on the road. And then yeah. sellers are like, how come my house isn't selling? Because everybody on your road wants out at the same time. Right. That becomes a problem for buyers and any uncertainty. Right. And then especially with buyers going in there, why is everybody selling? Like, why is everybody fleeing? What does that then do to my value? Absolutely. So in that instance, I guess I agree. Obviously, selfishly, we would love to be able to keep for sale signs up because it, it, it obviously is more brand awareness. Um, and sometimes when I'm on a tour, it's kind of nice just to see the for sale sign, if, just to make sure you're walking to the right house. But, but I'll say this, and Kyle Whistle in San Diego does a great job of throwing true mega open houses. He gets 60 to 70 people at almost every open house that he throws. And he does 40 to 50 signs okay. at his open so house. We're, but we have to be very specific, though, because like a mega open house is something very different than just like a normal like. But why would, okay. 
Understood. Yes. Why as an agent would you want to throw anything other than a mega open house? Why would you want to throw a lazy open house, which is this? I, I show up five minutes before I put a, a for sale by or a, a open, open house, house sign in sheet at the door and I've had it on the MLS and then I leave five minutes early because I want to, you know, go 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 to happy hour. So something. we're throwing. Sorry, are you saying right now on, on on film that you're doing mega open houses every time we do? We're not house? doing mega open houses. This is an area. But like, of isn't the mega open houses like there's like food trucks and like it's right. like balloons and like. And I'm not saying you go to a food truck every time. Face painting. What I'm saying like, is wow. is we're leaking on our open houses. Yeah. Admittedly, we're doing, you know, anywhere from six to ten open houses as a team a weekend, and. Yeah, we're probably doing more than the competition, but we're not doing enough. We're not capitalizing on these opportunities enough. We're not doing Facebook Live every single time. We're not uh, door knocking the neighborhood every single time. Every single time. And inviting right. people. Like These are things that you should be doing on every single open house. Right. And so it's an emphasis that we're going to take, documenting it right now like mm -hmm. to up our game. Right. Uh, but certainly the more open houses from an agent's perspective – the better because you're branding yourself in your local area. Yeah. And you're only increasing your chances. To your point. I would point, love the whistle though to ask those people when he's getting all those people in, like maybe have them fill out like a little card so that even for his, maybe he already how does this. How many people this. saw one of their 40, well, 50 signs? Well, no, 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 not saw them, but did you come because of a sign? Did you come because of a Facebook? Like, let's see where your ROI is on it, right? Like, I'd love to know because I'm, I don't put, I have the social media parties. I never put out an open house sign anywhere that leads anybody there that's that so your open house your reveal open house on the house of social media is a mega open house yes and it's through obviously months leading up of advertising you're getting right. six seven hundred people to show up to these things granted in that instance i don't think the 40 or 50 signs is going to do anything people are, are seeing the cars at your open house if they're in the area and they're like, what, what's going on over there? I'm going to go right. check that out anyway. Well, the maybe. cars end up being... Maybe, but I mean, if you see cars at someone's house, you're not like, sweet, like I'm going in sweet. that house. But, I'm going to hit up that I mean, party. But you do... <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't have an open house sign for any of those. No. Nothing. Nothing. It's interesting. And so... Th and so I'd that, love for Whistle to chime in here. Well, so you think this or is whoever total, does. So you think open house signs are a total rocket? I'm not saying that all of them, but like 18, I mean. Take a stance. If I, Are they a racket or I not a racket? I think that it's racket a Racket or not I a racket? I think it's a little bit of a racket. I do. A little bit or I, it's a racket? It's a flipping racket. It's a flipping racket. Dude, 18 signs in my market. I mean, I'm dragging people from different towns to my open houses if I'm putting out 18 signs. No, because you could have an intersection put four signs instead of one. Because you're more likely to drive through an intersection and see one of the four okay. than you are the one. So if we're multiplying on corners, I'm fine with that because I do that shit all the time. I'll put even two open houses at the end of a driveway. Yeah. So it's like, this is the this driveway. Is the like, welcome to the home. But like 18, I just, I mean, we were talking about it before and you were angry at me. But it's like, I just feel like you're also directing people like to an empty house that like, here's Nicole waiting for you to enter if you're gonna be afraid of <laughs> doing an open house then then you should not be I'm not afraid precious. i think you know where well, i am i think that every agent should try to have a lender with them i, I think it's ridiculous to do an open house alone for a, a variety of reasons mm -hmm. so i yeah. agree with you on that yeah all right racket number two one dollar listings what? would you list the house for a buck i kind of want to just list my house for a buck see what happens how cool would that be be awesome. Bless these people's heart. I mean, it's. I think it's. I think it's genius. So there was. So right before I got this into, is in Edmond, 
Oklahoma. Yeah. They listed a house for one dollar. So right before I got into real estate, so that was maybe like eight years ago. Um, I, I again, and I, and the only reason I kind of like know about it is because like I feel like it must have just sort of ended right when I got into it because all the agents in my office would always talk about like schweppying, like they would do like a schweppy. Schweppy? You ever heard of schweppy? Like a schweppy listing? Mm-mm. They would they would drastically. I mean, they wouldn't list it for a dollar, but they would list it so far under market value. It, Google it. I think it's called Schwepp, like Schweppy. Like, Schweppy? Yeah. They were always talking about like, oh, I'm going to Schweppy this listing or whatever. They would Schweppy they would it list it drastically underneath to try to okay. to try to um, bring – I mean, they wouldn't go to a dollar. Every I mean, listing I, I take, I talk about, hey, you can list over, you can list at market value, you can list below market value. No, Obviously, this three was things drastically. Happen, like this a was Schweppy like, is like, like you're, you're – You're really going for it. You're doing it. Like going a, for a Schwepper. Yeah. We'll have to Google it. It's kind of – it's kind of I think a fun you word. Definitely made that, up, that I word up. I swear I didn't. All right. So, so I love the idea of a one dollar listing. I'm going to Google Schweppy right now. It's essentially like auctioning the house off, right? And you you may have been familiar if you if you do a lot of luxury listings with like concierge auctions. They're a great company out of Austin. CEO Laura Brady. Uh, shout out to you. You're amazing. Uh, amazing company. Love it. So essentially, and wait, shout out to their their sellers though, they were able to get their sellers to actually trust them right. enough to. I mean, that's that's a battle all in itself. I mean, this listing, and you can go through. We're going to link this up. This is Realtor.com as well. This was actually sent to me by somebody in the music industry. Oh, he called you before. He was getting, I, he's writing you a song. That's okay. Um, and it was, I thought it was very interesting too. I like the strategy, but this is a high-end home in Oklahoma. You can tell by the photos. This is super high-end, which means there's probably few buyers, right? right? If you got super lux in, in a market, there's going to be a limited amount of buyers. Maybe there's a limited amount of showings and they want to spur some type of interest. Dude. It doesn't mean you have to accept an offer. That would be a sick offer. open house. That would create that a- was, That's Talk about buzz. a mega open house. How that's- many, how many signs do you think you need for Dude, a dollar listing? Zero. You right? would need zero open house signs for a dollar listing. You throw that thing on the market for a buck and then you say you can't come until the open house. Dude, you're golden. Like you're you're good. Home is as under contract at, like, in less than a week. And and listen, ultimately we all know what the price I mean, like I love having the conversation, like what somebody's home's worth. It it's it's worth what a, a buyer's, buyer's going to pay. To pay right. right. And so this is a beautiful example of the marketplace playing out. Right. Like people are going to put in their offers of what they feel the home is worth. Now you own the property. You as the seller, you don't have to accept these offers. Mm-hmm. You better know and have a strategy going in. So you better have a top negotiator. Like if you're going to do that strategy, you better be listing with a top negotiator. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. you really better understand what the strategy or is going to be like a as top these marketer, offers. though, too. I mean, you, yeah. you can't you can't even just throw a one dollar listing on MLS. I mean, because there's going to be no. such that agent's going to be so bombarded that there has to be almost like a team behind them that's like managing the calls, managing the leads. You need to manage the transaction. You Absolutely. need to manage the message. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you you don't want to get this dollar you know um, listing out to you don't want to get do it out it right. like this is a luxury property. You don't want to get it out to people that can afford a hundred thousand dollars because now you're going to see you're going to be filtering through a hundred plus, you know, fifty thousand dollar offers. One like yeah. literally, you're going to have ten dollar offers. People are going to think it's funny. Well, but they right? probably can't afford the taxes. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. So that is not a racket. It is not I a racket. I think it's a brilliant genius. strategy. And I, again, props to them for actually getting those sellers to agree because that could be pretty scary. I'm sure. 
Racket number three, golf course closures could spur construction. A lot of C's, man. I'm surprised I didn't get tongue twisted on that. Oh, you're right. And um, S's. Oh, that was just one S. But anyway. I went down to West Palm in Florida a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was in Naples, as I do in the winter often. I went over to West Palm. I met with a seller who had a approved golf course development here mm-hmm. in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to list the property. He mm-hmm. goes, listen, Byron, it's not going to be somebody that's going, even though we have approvals in place for a golf course, it's not going to be somebody that's going to develop a golf course. I said, why is that? He said, because 100 plus golf courses are closing in this country, net net, on top of the ones that are opening, mm-hmm. net net in this country per year. Absolutely. Well, if you look at the numbers, it says that it went from 30 million players to 20 million in really just over 10 years. So between 02 and 16, yeah. it dropped to your point, 10 million regular golfers and they're saying that it's not coming back like you're not getting golfers back think, so i will well, think s- about it like yeah like and when i went to high school i know right now in guilford where you and i both live like lacrosse is like the sport mm-hmm. that's like the thing mm-hmm. right lacks it up mm-hmm. when i was in high school in my school you didn't even hear about lacrosse right, right. so like i think and that's just one example of like how many. What's the other thing that that thing pickleball? Pickleball is huge. that a thing? And yeah, I mean, again, that's we like got a big deal. Ding. He's always. I mean, it's funny. He even shows videos like because he'll he'll because he, he puts in pickleball and tennis courts, and he'll even show videos because like he'll have a pickleball court right. next to tennis courts, and the tennis court is completely empty. In the pickleball court, there's like people waiting. They're like hanging out. It's like a competition. Like think about how many games you can play now, whether it's yeah. an esport through your phone, like. Physical activities, like, you know, I think what Instagram's done for hiking is incredible. Like, because yeah. everybody wants to go to the top of the mountain and take a selfie. Like, right. there's so many right. ways to spend your time. Like, yeah. like it's just a time, like, trade-off. Right. Like, if you don't, golf is an all-day event. All day. Especially, like, if you're doing it, like, old school with, like, the good old boys. Like, they're like, hey, Byron, come out golfing. Like, we're going to, I'm like, great. Can we start at, like, you know, 6.30 a.m. so I can be done? Half, no, we're going to start at yeah. 8.30, 9.00. It's funny, though, because I gonna do We're going to have that, lunch. We're going to yeah. have three beers. Well, it's like, dude, this is all day, dude. I think people that, and I think a lot of people that are good businessmen, though, too, also have multiple memberships at other golf courses in order to. Just hang out in the bar? No, no, no. I think they're doing it in order to. Like when, like when you do, when you, when you're, when you're trying to like, you know, recruit or just like, you know, build bring a somebody somewhere. Right, right. Right. So I think that that's probably the memberships that they're seeing right now. I will say though, that there is actually a few golf courses that I'm aware of in our state though, too, that have actually, um, and the towns have luxury, luck, luckily been smart enough about staying ahead of this yeah. potential where the towns are now buying actually the development, the development rights. So the the golf course still owns. So if someone's going to develop, they've got to come through the town. They have to and make a deal. And with they've the town. made money. Like the town has purchased these right. development rights. Makes sense. So then at least the town can regulate, or, or at least so it's not all of a sudden the, a thousand, you know, new because yeah. like because obviously that's going to affect the entire town in terms of infrastructure. Of course, cops, schools can so they handle that. The average eighteen hole golf golf course sits on one hundred fifty acres, mm-hmm. and at standard. Densities. Wow, mm, that was a tough gosh. word for me. <laughs> a. Wow. That's enough space for 600 single-family detached homes. So is it a racket that it's going to spur construction or not? Do you think that these closures are going to help developers be like, hmm, 
that's the piece of land I've been waiting for. I do. That's ultimately what I, I do to. think that I do think that if golf courses become available, developers will develop them. I mean, I think it'll all come down to like your absorption. There's no flipping way that you can yeah. build 600 homes and actually maybe sustain that. But instead of instead of maybe living up to the potential, maybe you scale back and do like 200 or 300. But I think it's I think it would be a great. I think yeah. I mean, it's it's land like. What developer wouldn't buy and it's typically acres of land it's if typically they could build? good quality land right you know oh, what i mean gr- i mean the grass it's, is like it's usually oh <laughs> i mean besides the grass nicole it's usually <laughs> located in a right. really good absolutely good spot yeah, you know whether it's waterfront yeah. but i mean like obviously the best golf courses aren't this isn't going to happen to so then no, you're getting into a point like right. which ones are closing are you not in the best area uh, what types of homes can you put there? You know, and so there's a lot there. Um, yeah, I think it'll spur some construction, but I think it's a racket to think that this is going to create some type of boom. No, I don't think. I don't think it. Yeah. I don't. I just don't. I mean, gosh, there's only I think so much just, you can keep like building, and then like where the people. And, I think like, what it does speak to is where our attention spans have shortened. Right, like absolutely. golf is shrinking because of our attention span. Same thing with like baseball. Like if like. Talk to me in ten years. Tell me where baseball is in ten years. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that I think you're you're right because the like people that play baseball are now playing lacrosse. Same same yeah. season. 100%. They're all moving over for Shrizzle. All right. So that's a racket. Such a racket. Hey, by the way, yes? actually, if you don't know, because it just happened on Instagram, go and check out the rackets. handle the rackets. It's, We're there. It's got a the right. It's called The Rackets. It's called The Rackets. With Byron you can, and Nicole. You can follow along every single racket on Instagram. We'll always have our latest episode linked up uh, in the bio. So check that out. Follow us along and drop us a comment if you if you did that. Yeah, right? whatever. I mean, I want to know all of it. Open no. house signs, everything. for sale signs. Nicole wants doing? to know everything. Tell us about your life story. What you're I doing I want to know about week. it. I want to know what's working. All right. right. Check us out next week on The Real Word. Thank you.